crazy part of myself says, well, what if? So my vision is so audacious and, and so bizarre. I want to have 7 billion people in the world of the world either have known me directly by my material or been affected by someone that has been affected by my material. Hello and welcome to Trillions. I'm your host, Elise Grace, and today I'm chatting with Elena Cardone, who is on a mission to impact the lives of 7 billion people. She is a personal coach, event speaker, and the author of How to Build an Empire. Elena started her career as an actress before meeting her now husband, Grant Cardone. Together, they've built the Cardone Enterprise, and most noteworthy is their investment fund, Cardone Capital, with over $1.7 billion in property. Elena also has 22,000 women in her 10X Ladies movement globally. She knows firsthand what it takes to be a successful woman, wife, mother, and leader, inspiring other female trailblazers. This is an episode you don't want to miss. All right, Elena Cardone, the queen of Cardone family and businesswoman who has helped thousands upon thousands of people all around the world, also helping your husband Grant Cardone build, uh, or you guys building together, the $1.5 billion property portfolio that is Cardone Capital. Welcome to the Trillions Podcast. Oh, wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're welcome. So Elena, um, I'd love to chat to you about your, uh, your roots and how you got started. You started with a career in Hollywood before yeah. meeting Grant Cardone. So can you please just give the audience a little bit of information about your past and how you got started in your career and how that transitioned into meeting Grant and doing what you're doing today? Well, yes, at 17 years old, I left New Orleans, Louisiana and moved to Los Angeles uh, in pursuit of a modeling and acting career. I moved there when I was 17, didn't know anyone there and <laughs> really evolved as a person and as a woman. I went through a whole series of ups and downs in both industries, the modeling and the acting industry. I was able to attain certain levels of success for, um, for normal standards. I was able to buy my own house and a couple cars and, and stuff like that. But in no means could you compare that life to the lifestyle I'm leading now and having and have created with Grant, my husband. Uh, we met, ironically, that led me to a commercial shoot. I was shooting in downtown Los Angeles Grant knew the director and visited the set that night, that evening. It was a night shoot. And he saw me there, and I guess he decided I was the one for him. He I love this story. <laughs> he got my number from the director and called me, which I was not pleased about. I had one phone call with him, decided, like, no way is this guy ever going to be in my life whatsoever. And hung up the phone with him that night. And for the next 13 months, he called (laughs) twice a month, every month with zero returned phone call. And then finally, I called him back when he said he reserved the shooting range. At the time, I was a competitive sporting clay. That's with a shotgun shooter. And I was like, okay, now maybe I can return his phone call. So I did. And kind of the rest is history. Yeah. That sounds like fun. That sounds like something right up your alley. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And so um, it's a little off topic. It's, we're jumping right into 
right into now, basically in the in the timeline of your life. Um, how are you guys dealing with the last couple of months and everything that's happened with COVID? Um, when did you know it would be something that was was really serious and and how did uh, you respond? I I knew we knew it was going to be something really serious. <laughs> when I received a phone call from someone very important and connected to the power of the power, if you know what I mean. And we were told that the, the country was gonna shut down into, you know, in for two weeks, that's what we were told. And at the time it just was like, there's no way this is happening, but we took it very seriously. We made all of our preparations. And then when it finally did come into fruition, which was, less than a week after that original phone call that we received. Um, then we just, we had to start making the necessary arrangements within our organization to make the hard decisions. We had to eliminate an entire department mm -hmm. um, because we knew it was gonna be longer than two weeks. We knew it was gonna be very severe. It was gonna be across the economy and probably uh, uh, the economy for all of the US, but also around the world. Oh, and yeah. from being through the first economic collapse in 2008, the things that got us through then was the first thing we did is economize. So we cut out anything that wasn't gonna contribute to the bottom line of the company. We cut out um, people, unfortunately, very, very difficult and painful decision but it was a necessary action that we needed to take to preserve who we still had within the organization and to be able to protect the longevity of all the companies that we run under Cardone Enterprises. There's 15 companies that we run. So we had to protect all of those. So we had to do the first step, which, which was go into acceptance. That means take it very seriously, acceptance yeah. of worst case scenario we bring ourselves to zero by bringing ourselves to zero is a ment is a mentality that we're at zero. We have nothing. What do we have to do? Economize, cut back, spend zero money on anything that's not going to contribute to the bottom line or be um, like self enhancement for us. And so we had to retreat temporarily to rebuild the coffers, come up with a structured plan within the organization in order to reboot during this time, in order to then be able to be in a position where the coffers are full. So when the gates open up to this, we can come out and be stronger, more unstoppable on the other side of this, and then go back to our original purpose, which is to eventually have thousands of employees working for us. So then when the time is right in the phases, be able to rehire and then continue to hire more and more and more. But when you go through this as a business owner and as a boss, everyone wants to be a boss until they realize how hard it is to make those decisions. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's definitely not easy to, to be able to separate what your heart is feeling and what you know has to be done for the company and you have to be willing to experience the negative blowback from, from other critical people that don't understand that or think that you're the bad guy or, you know, whatever judgments they want to make about you publicly, you have to be willing to accept that and experience all that negativity because you know 
that you're doing this for the greater good, for the long-term survival of everyone involved. Yeah, definitely. And also your own family, but you're still trying to take care of your employees and their families. And um... Exactly, exactly. So it's been, how we've been doing is, you know, it's been an emotional roller coaster. You know, it's yeah. been, it's been, it's been heart wrenching. It's been scary. It's been challenging. It's, you know, Grant and I have had our own tests as a couple now being in the same space and having yeah. to be on top of each other and with kids. And so it, it's been a very big learning curve. Fortunately, now that we're on the back end of this thing here in America, we are starting to open up different places. Miami's reopening. We're not back to normal by any means, but it's starting. And ironically, Grant and I have really figured out now after the growing phase, yeah. you know, those growing pains of, you know, like any marriage, but especially a marriage under such intense pressure, We've now refigured out how to work together again in a new unit of time with a new crisis in order to fortify and get better. And so now we're on that side of things. So it's gotten a lot easier, but, um, but no, it's, 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 uh, I don't think it's been easy on anyone. I think mm. every single person has been affected by this in some way COVID sure. situation. Yeah, I agree. I can definitely relate to working in close quarters with partners and uh, it's, it's, oh, it's, dear. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I just got a flash flood warning. We <laughs> are here in Miami. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I've seen your videos. It's crazy. What's going on over there? It's open, but there's flooding now. Um, do you think, do you think Elena that because you guys took it so seriously in the beginning, right from the, right from the word go, uh, that yeah. you, even though it was tumultuous, you kind of, you kind of compressed that that time and you you worked out solutions quite rapidly and that enabled you to then open up your vision to focus on then what was important probably faster than a lot of people who didn't take it so seriously million percent million percent we were able to bandage up the you know the the shot wound immediately and you know prevent the bleed out mm. whereas if someone was not in reality or couldn't face reality and didn't accept this thing or take the necessary precautions maybe now they're they're they've bled out so much now they're on life support and so yeah. i'm really proud of my husband and the way that he protects the empire and you know is just not willing to put anyone at risk mm. of course starting with our family but but it doesn't just stop there i mean we're responsible for many other lives and we want it that way. We want that responsibility, but he is at least strong enough and has the courage to take the actions and do what it takes for, like I said, long-term survival. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really admire what you and Grant have been able to do and build and, and maintain through this period. And I've seen yourself, especially so active on Instagram lives, zoom calls, uh, writing your book, being a mom, being a wife, being a boss. How do you manage it all? What's your routine look like? Um, well, normally I start the day off with a workout every day. I need that for my mental and physical, not only release in life of all the stress, but it gives me confidence. It builds me up. So it makes me feel good. And you, you, know? you talk a lot about discipline too. 
Yeah, and it does. It gives me a disciplined schedule of something that I have to do, which then puts certainty, certainty into myself that says, okay, I said I was going to work out. I did do the workout. I now have confidence and belief in myself that when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. And that builds confidence. That's what confidence is, is the belief and trust in your own abilities or someone else's. So I start my day with that routine every day. I try to eat healthy. I fail at that all the time. I have to restart <laughs> myself. I'm the biggest junk food junkie. So I'm constantly battling with that. But I do manage to drink my gallon of water a day. I try to take you know, my vitamins and all that stuff. And then I have my major to-do list, which is either a self-enhancement course that I'm doing. Right now, I'm re-listening to all of Grant Cardone's material on closing, following up. I just really wanna understand his material in a deeper way. So if it's not that, I'm going deep on, I'm, I'm always self-educating myself with something mm -hmm. that is interested in me and that I can make myself a more valuable asset to myself and to my family and to everyone else. So I have time for that. Then I'm doing the podcast and figuring out ways I can get to be, meet or be introduced to more people of the world so that I could spread my message so I can help more people. And, and you're, so you're super I, active with that too. Super active. I, yeah. I want to be more active. I want to do more. I want to reach more people. I have big ideas, big plans of where I want my empire, our empire to go. So, and, and I know I'm not operating at my full potential, even though I strive for that. So um, until I'm firing on all, I don't know, eight, 12 cylinders, uh, I'm not going to be happy with just where I'm at, even though I could. Yeah. Do you, how do you, how do you, how do you know once you've reached your full potential, do you think that you ever really do? Or do you think that you, yeah. you reach a certain point and you just keep going? Well, here's the deal. I have, um, deliberately set my vision so far and so big and so massive and I've made it so unattainable to myself that I'll never reach it. I know that, but the crazy part of myself says, well, what if? Yeah. So my yeah. vision is so out audacious and, and so bizarre. I want to have 7 billion people in the world of the world either have known me directly by my material or been affected by someone that has been affected by my material. So that's a very big, bold goal. Some people could call it egotistical, whatnot, but it's what motivates me. So until so I can say, check, all 7 billion people of the world are building their empires, they're, you know, hustling and building a life for the family the value of women to society, which is my goal. I've rehabilitated the, the, the family dynamic and how husbands are partners, husbands and wives are partners can unite for heightened success or until the world has financial freedom from being on all of Grant's material, then, then I'll know I've hit it. So yeah. that's, that's my goal. That's when I know I will have hit my full potential. So you see the situation I'm in here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I, I can see that you're making a huge impact already and uh, you are certainly reaching many thousands of people, 
millions of people already actually um and i hope that i can help you reach a few more um it, what's your your book build an empire is all about building an empire obviously and the importance of that why do you believe that it's so important to to empower yourself and build an empire why is it not okay to be average because average is a failing formula that's straight out of a quote my husband has said average is a failing formula the thing that's so dangerous about average is that it's been sold on society everyone's bought into average average is okay but average is an illusion it makes you think everything is okay until it's not if you are operating at average levels of action just take for instance pre-coronavirus chances are you do not have the coffers in courage or finances or integrity or grit or know-how to get yourself through this and stronger on the other side of this. Yeah. If you were extraordinary and you were used to putting in massive levels of actions, if you've already started to build your empire, create your allegiance and your alliances of people that you need within the organization, if you understand the structure uh, and have set up your your path and your and your to do list of and how to get through as well. it, yeah. the discipline. Yeah. Then then you're, the chances are you're going to survive. So extraordinary and empires are the only things big enough, strong enough to withstand a hit economically. Someone in your family getting sick your parents running out of their retirement money 10 years sooner than they were supposed to. Now you got to help them. It can, it can survive big hits when you know how, and you have created an empire. If you're average, it's going to fall like quicksand. You're going to yeah. sink to the bottom. Yeah. And you've got that practice from, like you said, putting in the, the discipline day after day after day before anything like this happens. And that enables you to, deal with it. it. It may be challenging, but you could almost, did you guys at some point look at it as an exciting opportunity? You said before yeah. that, that you, um, you want to come out of coronavirus having achieved more and done more than you initially planned to. So what did you initially plan to do within this time that's now been canceled? Uh, and, and how are you achieving more than you originally would have ever done anyway? Well, we had a secret project that we were working on, uh, that has been put on hold. And that was right after a 10X Growth Conference. We had the biggest one, the best one that we've Congratulations. ever had. Congratulations. It was incredible. It was incredible. We were on fire. Grant yeah. and I were like, yes, we're finally going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have that conversation with ourselves. And then this happened and this big secret project that we were working on has been put on hold. And, you know, we were supposed to go right into our 50 state American 10x tour and now that's been delayed uh, until i don't know when so a lot of things we had a lot of losses we had to let people go we had this we had that you know hit after hit after hit after hit how we've come out stronger on all this is what i've told you i have really utilized this time to finish my men's manual that i'm working on i've really excelled the 10x ladies movement and my network of women I've put together numerous videos on how to or the three steps to or the mistakes of. I've developed my own platform uh, for anyone to come and have all of my content available to them. Mm. 
I have done numerous podcasts and lives. I'm doing more and more and more. And I've maintained being able to work out, um, not as much as I'd like, but I have. Uh, also, I've become a better mother. I've used Aww. this opportunity to spend more time with my children while I'm getting all these other things done. And I finally figured out how to even become a better wife and a better friend and more powerful for us to get through this on the, on the back end of this. So, so I have not been having a whole lot of loaf time. I've watched one series, Tiger King, which was <laughs> mind blowing, but you know, like Grant, he'll admit that he's watched a little too much Netflix. And I tell Grant, I said, you know, first of all, he's 15 years older than me. He runs 15 companies. I said, Grant, you can afford the loaf time. Like just mm -hmm. enjoy a little bit of Netflix as long as you're continuing to fulfill everything else. But Grant's, but Grant's anyone, Netflix, sorry, yeah. If anyone that I know that has earned loaf time, it's you. Me, I, I, I maybe earned a slither, but I'm, I'm now building the 10X ladies movement, which yeah. is at the yeah. ground level. It's, how many, how many ladies have you got in there now? I have over 22,000 oh, in, wow. in just the last couple of months. It's been a movement. I'm so excited about it. If anyone wants to join, it's free 10xladies.com forward slash network sign up we'll give you the zoom call to all my 10x ladies you can be on the newsletter i'd love to have you thanks for letting me share that with the women of course i'm yep. really interested in women living up to their full potential i feel the world needs women now more than ever we're the healers it's just naturally a part of our beauty as women and the world yep. needs healing it needs us it needs us to be operating at our full and best potential. So that's why I'm really pushing the 10X movement so that 10X women from around the world have a network, a strong network of like-minded women to not only get through these times, but to get through them better, stronger, and more unstoppable. We're yeah. gonna heal this world. I love it, Come yeah, on, let's ladies. do it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, join the movement. Go ch check out Elena's website. She is doing incredible things over there, giving so much of your time, Elena. Um, so tell us about uh, building what you guys have built together, you and Grant, with your $1.5 billion property portfolio. So how, uh, I know that this is probably more Grant side of things. He goes and finds the properties and, and people invest. Um, how, does it, how does it look like behind the scenes, training people and, and nurturing them and mentoring them to, uh, to reach their full potential within the company? Do they access Grant's material or do they get more one-on-one uh, -on -one attention? People and come in in all different ways. I mean, Cardone Capital is um, it's an opportunity for accredited investors. Uh, actually, the non-accredited account is about to close. That fund's about to close. But the Cardone Capital gives accredited, non-accredited investors an opportunity to uh, invest in a $100 million deal that they never would have access to hmm. without us. So we're providing a whole opportunity for for folks out there that would never see an opportunity like this why, why do you why do you have it open to non-accredited investors 
Because my mom, his mom, his sister, my sister were not accredited. My, my gun guys that I shoot with, my martial arts guys are not accredited. These are my people. Yeah. And why should just the accredited investors have access to the funds that um, would be equally as beneficial to the non-accredited or the little people, like how I started out? Um, and so it was really difficult to get the non-accredited fund. We had to go through the SEC and register and everything's more expensive and that kind of but you wanted to, to give the opportunity we to We wanted to give the opportunity yeah. to reach more people. Unfortunately, we are going to have to shut down the non-accredited fund for now. Might not ever come back. But we do have that access for the accredited funds still available for people that are interested in real estate or interested in cash flow or interested in passive income, income that understand that the most important thing to know about money is how to multiply it and it, yeah. it makes money when you sleep without having to work so that's where people get wealthy it's from it's from passive income not earned income yeah so yeah. we have that and then you know there's grant cardone training and grant cardone university and cardone ventures we partner up with other companies there's so we have the marketing team here so there's so many ways that people in our empire can come into the organization and train or make their investment or whatever it is we have a plethora <laughs> we have a platform with um, many different needs of whoever comes in so yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to just generically answer that question because there's so much opportunity in the Cardone umbrella. Yeah, of course. No, I think you answered it really well. So what specific strategies do you and Grant implement for working together and also with your family, with your two beautiful girls and, and your staff? How do you, uh, do you have anything specific that you would recommend people could implement in their own lives for working amongst a team and, uh, and, and being that boss lady that you and being that high million, energy that you need to be. Million percent, million percent. It's in my book and on my online program. The way that Grant and I operate together so well is we finally figured out, A, what is our purpose as a couple? Meaning I have my individual goals over here, this whole women's thing that I'm on, and he has his goals over here, the financial freedom, success, literacy for all. I can get behind his, he can million percent get behind mine. Uh, you know, he was raised by a single mother, blah, 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 blah. A woman runs the company with him. So he, you know, so he gets behind mine, I get behind his, but what is our goal, our purpose as a couple? Who do we represent together? Mm -hmm. And we constantly focus on our mission as a couple and use our own things to fill the funnel of the couple's goal, our yeah. purpose as a couple, not just an individual operating in a marriage together. We're teammates. We work together in a coordinated effort to reach heightened levels of success together. Yeah. Now, we also then have to figure out who does what. Because I'm a powerful woman. <laughs> He's a powerful yeah. man. I want to be right. I want to be the boss of something in the relationship. He wants to be the boss. And so instead of fighting each other for those position and cross-tracking each other and building all day, he's out here building, I'm out here building, we come home and destroy it all by fighting and attacking each other. 
we finally figured out who does what in the relationship based on our strengths and weaknesses, not based on male and female, based on our strengths and weaknesses. He does and is the boss of this department, this department, this department. I'm the boss of this one, this one, and this one. If this area is lacking or having trouble, I need to give it more attention to boost up the statistics in that area. Mm -hmm. And he's not allowed to cross in my domain and I'm not allowed to cross in his domain. Although we can both advise each other, but at the end of the day, I back his decisions, whether I agree with it or not. And he backs mine, whether he agrees with it or not, because we have the trust in each other that I'm going to deliver a product, this winning, my children winning, my family winning, the environment winning, the behind the scenes operations winning. And he, I have the trust in him that he's going to have the business winning, this business winning, blah, 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 the husband, you know, so we yeah. trust each other to deliver on our roles. Right. And, um, and that's just, tip of the iceberg but so you, that's you, a good you, starting point that's a good starting point if you want to go in depth i have the online university build an empire online university if anyone's interested in that yeah i checked it out last night and uh the detail you've put in and the amount of content is incredible i think that even just starting with what you just said if that's just the tip of the iceberg i think that that could change many lives uh so yeah. if, if people want to elaborate on that and go to your website i, I had a look last night and it's very impressive um I, I'm very interested, Elena, you, you spoke about your goals in particular, you wanna impact and have uh, touched the lives directly of 7 billion people around the world, which is incredible. What are the specific goals for the Cardone Empire with the, the capital fund? I mean, we have other goals like for Cardone Capital, the, the, the number is 10 billion. So, yeah. you know, and, and maybe it goes, uh, it's, it becomes a public company one day, one, maybe one day we sell it to Blackstone. I don't, I don't know the actual ins and outs, but the right now, the, the big purpose and goal for Cardone Capital is we want a $10 billion portfolio. Mm -hmm. Right now it's at 1.7. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> I was at, I was at 1.5 in my research, so it's good to know it's gone up. <laughs> that's good to know, that's good to know. Um, and, and, and you know, during this time, is going to be the biggest opportunity for that fund in the real estate that we've ever seen in our lifetime. So mm. I love the avenue that we're in. Uh, it's gonna be a very big opportunity for us going forward. We might be able to hit that number a lot sooner because of Everything's everything happened. that's happened. You know? So we, yeah. we set up perfectly to to tackle that and become even more successful. So Cardone Capital's 10 billion. We have goals for Cardone Enterprises, Cardone Ventures. Cardone Ventures, that's where we partner up with other companies. My personal goals on that is I wanna start a 10X ladies venture mm -hmm. division. Mm -hmm. And through all of my seminars or networks or everyone in my lineup, I would like to be able to be the catalyst for all the women businesses that want to partner up with Cardone Ventures mm -hmm. and be able to bring them in through Cardone Ladies. So that's a division I want to start maybe in the future. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I'm constantly have ideas and projects that I'm excited about that really motivate me to get up and put my feet on the floor every morning when the temptation is to sleep in yeah. and be under my warm covers when it's raining in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But 
but yeah. this stuff excites me and yeah. that's so you, why you, you said you're writing a book at the moment uh, and i know that it's uh, it's a it's a manual for men can you touch yep. a little can you give us a little bit more insight into that i would absolutely love to i wrote this book for all the men out there that are really interested in knowing what to look for in a 10x woman um how to find her how to get on the same page with her how to handle mm -hmm. arguments how to really operate as a unit together in order to reach heightened levels of success i've laid out a number of chapters that i think it's going to be a real eye opener for men and really put them on the course for um, having a successful relationship, which ultimately ends into success. Empire. Empire and yeah. business. And, and, you know, so that's available. Um, awesome. How do they get that rock? They go to Elena Cardone. If you, if you email me at info at elenacardone.com, I can direct you directly to the link to the men's manual. Yeah. Uh, it's pre-order pre right now. Yeah. On January 1st, I'm releasing at least the first five chapters, January 1st, but the pre-order price is limited. Um, so if, if any of the guys or girls want to hear it mm -hmm. and turn their guys onto it, um, then contact me at info at elenacardone.com and I'll make sure you get that pre-order price. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's super important. I've met a plethora of men who claim that they Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, said, yeah. I said I said the first five are gonna drop January first. I I meant to say June first. So in a couple okay. of days from now, I'm dropping the first five chapters. I'm okay, sorry. cool. I was that? just saying. Um, I've met a plethora of men who claim that they really want that that power woman and they want the power couple dynamic, but uh, when they get the woman, they don't know how to deal with it, <laughs> and they don't know how to build together. And maybe the woman doesn't know how to work with the man either. So I'm really excited to uh, to read your well, book. Well, that's that's why I wrote the book. I wrote it for the men to to understand and take responsibility for their side of it, and really help explain what is a 10x woman, what does she want out of the relationship, how to de to deliver that, how to get her on the same page, and working with you instead of against you. Mm -hmm. And then eventually uh, I'll come out with the instruction manual for the women that is geared for them and the way they can be presented with information from a woman's point of view yeah, and, and get them both um, operating together. But in the meantime, the Build an Empire book, this is, as you know, it's an, a very easy read. It doesn't go so deep into the relationship aspect of things, but it goes in it enough to get you operating really good really yeah. fast yeah cool and uh you spoke about um obviously we know that you you run the 10x ladies movement uh why are you in particular so passionate about helping women what is it about you your maybe your past and where you grew up or or something um throughout life why is it women in particular that you really want to help? Well, because I, I obviously, I know what it's like to be a woman. And I understand that even the level of success that I've reached today, sometimes I run into situations where I'm not taking it seriously because I'm married to Grant Cardone, or I'm just the wife, or I don't really, I feel comfortable having you go in on this meeting because it's awkward. You're my wife, even though I'm, I'm a sounding board. I have a different fresh idea. I don't, I feel like I don't embarrass him. I take good notes. We talk. 
so why is someone like me um, who doesn't feel like I'm an embarrassment, I'm professional, I dress professional, why is someone in my situation made to feel like just because I'm the wife without a title or position in the company made to feel like I'm not wanted because somehow I discredit the status of my husband in a meeting. And so I realized if I'm having these issues, feeling that sort of prejudice in a way, mm -hmm. uh, being a woman, uh, certainly I got to think other women are feeling this too. And so that's when I came up with, you know what, I really want to restore the value of women in society. If, if, if women in society were really valued, and, and it's not entitled, so women, we have our work cut out for us, and I'm willing to put in the work to become an asset. Oh, yeah, me too. But, but <laughs> if, if we were really valued for our opinions and our feedback, and that we had this value in society, then I feel like everyone would be like, well, of course, invite your, your wife into the meeting at blah, 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 uh, head of the, the CEO of Blackstone interview or when I'm walking a property for a Cardone Enterprises property or, you know, they would say, of course, have her along if the value of women was restored in society. So mm -hmm. that's really my purpose. I, 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 I'm tired of taking it, you know, so I want to raise this whole thing. So I'm not just the oh, one yeah you know i'm not taking it seriously because you know I'm, I'm i don't have title chief operating officer of cardone capital or or whatever it is that the people think i need in order to make me legitimate somehow yeah and if I I'm having the problems other people are too so i think i think right? also for the, for the women who are out there who have those titles elena uh, still aren't taken as seriously to some extent. And uh, there is somewhat of an argument that things are shifting, which I think is good. Uh, I think it could shift a lot quicker. And um, I think Me that women, women bring a really new, fresh perspective. I, uh, I have a sporting background and, we used, and I played high-level uh, semi-professional women's soccer in Australia, football. And um, we played a different game to the men, very different game. We still got the result though. We still won games but it was just through different tactics and different team play. And I think that um, when you bring women and men together, both of their skills come to the party and, and create something that's incredible. So I'm, I'm with right. you there. And, uh, and, and ultimately people can't argue with, with stats. So I, I do know it's, a, it's, a, it's different. It, respect is an earned thing. So I don't yeah. feel entitled to anything just because I am a woman but I also don't want to be disregarded just because I am a, a woman. And, and in no means did that spiel that I just went on, in no means am I saying that, uh, that I'm on this anti-men's movement. That is not the case at all. I love all my guys. I have such a tremendous amount of guys out there that really support the mission, the cause, and and I want to figure out how we can work together better. Yeah. So more collaboration. Not, my 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 women's movement is not about negating or demoting a man's position. I just want to clarify that for anyone out there listening that may have had the wrong impression. Yeah, for sure. And I think that your book clearly uh, make, makes that very clear when you talk about building an empire, which includes the king and the queen. Um, 
So I, I think that nobody's going to, to take that out of context. Okay, Elena, I like to flip the interview just for one question. So um, can you think of something that you'd like to ask me? And, and uh, yeah, let's flip it for one question. Well, this was actually an interesting question that was asked of me recently on a podcast that I thought was interesting. And the question was, what is the one thing that I should be asking you? And so without asking that question, the answer that I had to that was, what would be the one thing that I could change? And okay. it drew me to an interesting answer. So I would like to hear from you, what would be the one thing if you could change anything in the world, what would you change? What would I change in if the world? Had, if, you, if you could just snap your fingers and it could be changed, what would that change be? Uh, I think, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> that's yeah, a great be, question. It might be a little too heavy. It might be a little too deep, but, but no. I, I thought it was very, a very interesting question because it really, it really can kind of guide you to really what your purpose is in yeah. a roundabout way. Um, I, it would be something around equality, uh, of opportunity so that, I'm very interested in seeing, like yourself, people reach their full potential in life, women and men. Uh, so if perhaps we could get internet access to every person in, on the planet and a mobile phone to every person on the planet or a laptop, um, it'd be interesting to see what, what each person could do with that. Or if we could eliminate racism and, and homophobia, what that would do for society um, or sexism, racism, homophobia, you know what I'm getting at. Uh, just to, to equal the playing field a little bit and yeah. then see how that improves the world. I'd be mm -hmm. really interested in, in that. But I also think that these things um, play a role, you know. Um, yeah, I, it's a tough question, but a good one. That was a very good answer, though, by the way. That would be very interesting to see that change. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, yeah. Lena, I, I'm really interested in um, your legacy after you're gone. So we spoke about what you guys are creating right now, which is amazing, impacting so many people. What's your legacy once you, yourself you're gone from the planet? Uh, well, if I, if I left a legacy of making a difference for the better in other people's lives by uh, winning with our products and services, everything under the Cardone umbrella, if I've helped to make a difference in a woman's life for her to, to, to be able to step into her, her power, her position to have the ability to influence the behavior of others and not just women, but for men too. If I could, if I was able to change, radically change the dynamic of relationships to where two partners could actually come in unity together in order to reach heightened success. If I left anywhere close to that legacy, then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm, 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 I would be, wow, I'd be wowed. I would, I would feel fulfilled. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. I think that's a fantastic legacy. And, and I've definitely uh, enhanced my confidence in myself just a little from our conversation today. So I'm really grateful that you've come on the show, Elena. Uh, I wanna finish with your advice to women. That's your whole movement. So we know that your legacy is this. What is your, your parting advice to women who want to build an empire and who maybe haven't, been, haven't got started or they're quite early in their journey? My advice to you would be to 
be the best friend to yourself, treat yourself as a best friend, make it a policy that you don't invalidate yourself and you don't allow others to invalidate you either. And to um, help you find where you wanna go, look where you wanna be in five, 10 years, what's the contribution that you wanna make, come back to present life, time, write a list of all the steps that you need to take in order to become that asset that's going to attain that in the future and start working on yourself and really take it as your duty, your obligation and your responsibility to become the best version of yourself, to make a difference. You do count. The world needs you. You do have the ability to, to change and impact the, the world and to associate with anyone who thinks anything less of you is such a disservice to you. Rid them of your life, surround yourself by the positive people that can support you in being you. Because when you exchange your products and your services with the world and with me, you have done your job in fulfilling your role in making this place better and making a difference. So. So waste no time. Take the action. Let's go. Yes, ladies. Greatness awaits you. Greatness <laughs> awaits all of us. Go. Success is our duty, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much, Elena. Your words of wisdom are going to be played on repeat for me. And uh, I hope that my audience and your audience has gained a lot of value from this podcast. So thank you again for coming on the Trillions podcast, Elena. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for opening up your part of the world to me. And, and that's what it's all about. So anything I can ever do to help you, let me know. You know I'm there to support you and your endeavor. So again, thank you for having me on the show. Thanks, Elena. I'm so grateful. Thanks for tuning in with me as your host, Elise Grace. Do me a favor and drop me a review on iTunes or if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. I would love to know what you guys think of the podcast. It helps me keep creating killer content just like this. If you want to stay up to date with all my movements, please check me out on social media at Elise Grace.